I want to first off by uh, start by thanking everybody who came out to the one day case law class today at Roman College. Hopefully, provided some value to all of us. Great meeting some folks. Uh, hopefully, you guys got a lot out of it. And I always implore everybody if you enjoyed the one day, come to the two day course. Uh, it's a powerful course and obviously pivotal for a lot of people in their career. And uh, the weather this morning was pretty crappy here in New Jersey. It was tornado like, it was terrible, it was awful. And it made me think about interdiction in really bad weather, especially namely the cold, something that most of us in the northeastern, northwestern, northern hemisphere of New Jersey, and some of the south, uh, have to deal with. And what do you do? Do you stop doing police work during the winter? And the answer is no. But you have to be considerate to people and the weather that they're, they're in and having them step outside of the car and the cold and the fierce weather and all that stuff. You don't want to be making people super uncomfortable on an interdiction stop. So, Here's something that may be unorthodox or never been seen before in your agency, and maybe you guys aren't aware of it, but you can always, especially if you have another officer present, you can always have somebody sit in the back of your patrol car and stay warm or stay dry while you do your stuff. Now, you're asking, well, Dennis, if you're getting a consent search, don't they have the right to terminate it at any time? Yeah. You tell that guy sitting in the back of the car, look, I'm going to start searching the car. You can see what I'm doing, correct? And the guy says, yeah. If you want me to stop at any junction, tell my partner here to let me know to stop the search, and then we'll go proceed forward the next steps if you want to deny your consent at that point forward. We'll call for a canine, whatever it may be. That's just a piece of advice. It doesn't stop because the weather's bad. If you find yourself in a situation where the weather rolls in while you're trying to do police work and you have something good going on, don't just give up and quit and, and it's enough uh, because God has changed things. Work through it, all right? You don't. My advice is don't make people uncomfortable. Don't generate complaints. Don't have people... Uh, soaking wet in the in the snow and sleet and hail while you're trying to search their car, especially if you're not coming up with anything. But it doesn't mean you need to cease and desist because the weather is bad. And you'll have to deal with it. If you have four or five days of consistent rain or really, really consistent frigid weather, or even for the guys in the south and us in the summer here in Jersey, is it gets friggin' hot out. I mean, if it's 106 degrees and you have somebody standing in the sun on the side of the road, be polite. As long as your administration understands what you're doing, that you're being polite to the person that you're uh, investigating roadside, it's not a bad idea to have somebody sit in a car. As a matter of fact, a lot of people who are in this group from New Jersey have never seen a tactic user. We're going to show, start showing videos from Kenny Williams stops in Hobart, Indiana. If you watch Pardesi stops, um, well, I haven't seen any Sean's, but people have uh, people have. It's very common in other states that they set up a front seat interview spot and have cameras facing the people that are pulling over and they interview them inside the car. So it's not uncommon for that. I mean, when I was a cop in DC, we didn't have caged cars. We would transport people in the front seat with a seatbelt on handcuffed, you know, to be honest with you, it's probably even safer than transporting somebody in the rear. Cause you can at least see what they're doing as long as they're compliant and, uh, you know, not completely out of their minds. So although it may be unorthodox, it's something you don't normally see some tips in case you run into that situation, and again, you need administrative support. You have to work with people that uh, and coworkers that understand what you're doing and what your mission objective is as a police officer. Now, I'm going to try. Okay, so of course, as soon as I start doing this video, everybody and their mother is messaging me. My wife is tangoing me and FaceTiming me. Um, but I will try to get back on here later. If not, I'm always trying to think of how we can bring you guys different value, especially since we have a universal audience of police officers around the country, almost 15,000 people. I think we're probably there already. Um, so it's important that 
I give value to everybody. And stuff you're seeing regarding case law in New Jersey, it more than likely applies to your state as well. Uh, from traveling state to state and doing classes and going over the different kinds of case law that you have in your different states, I found that we're about 95% the same. It's almost seemingly consistent as we go state to state. So if you're seeing things on here, you're like, well, that's what they do in Jersey. It may be very, very well be what you're doing in your state as well. Your job is to find out, well, can we do this? What do we have that exists? And asking the right people, not the wrong people. Uh, with that being said, I will probably see you later. If not, I will 100% see you tomorrow. I want to always bring you guys value. I don't want to just jump on this camera and give you some bullshit. I want to make sure every video I do counts towards something. And you guys are gaining knowledge to go out and do this job better. It's very important to me. Uh, I care deeply about the training you're all receiving. And for my critics out there, I don't give a fuck what you think. I have one objective to come on here and make police officers better and bring you guys the best fucking training that I can between me and my two other instructors, whoever comes to join the team uh, of street cop training and provide you value at no fucking charge and have you come out and experience the courses that we put together and collaborate with other police instructors. That's my goal here. I don't care what your thoughts are on what we're doing. I get enough friggin' emails and messages from guys thanking me and girls too for all the results they've had from these videos. So if you're finding value, keep it going. You don't have to defend me. I don't care. The people who sling mud or say anything, they never say it to my face. So don't sweat it. They're usually the guys that everybody hates the police department anyway. Uh, if you're watching this video, yeah, guess what, dude? And you're the one saying that I'm a jerk. Everybody hates you. And you know that too. You just want to face facts. That guy actually told me that. But anyway, I'm not going to talk about the negative things. I shouldn't even give an energy to those people. I'm saying if you ever hear anything that's contradictory to the things I'm teaching, remember what my objective is, is to make you better as a police officer, to give you the years of experience that we have collectively, we see myself, my instructors, and everybody else who contributes into this group to do this job better. Because in today's society, you're on camera a lot. And the last thing you want to do is be embarrassed and look like an idiot. So know what you're supposed to be doing. Spend time educating. Turn off Netflix. Open a book. And know this job well, because although you may not want to do it anymore, there's going to come a time where you're called to do it. And if you don't know how to do it, you're going to have a problem. I'll see you guys later.